Hello, 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 and welcome to Fully Blooming with me, Ola Parks. In a world where we are inundated with information telling us what to do and who to be, this podcast is here to remind you that you already have all the strength, power, and wisdom within you to fully bloom, and your intuition is the key to unlocking it all. Enjoy the episode. Good morning from Sri Lanka on a beautiful Sunday morning. Surprisingly, it is sunny again. (laughs) Um, This was a little unplanned episode um, that I'm actually going to release today um, because there are a few things that have happened over the last couple of days that I wanted to share. And I also got asked by someone to cover this topic. Um, So I asked them if they had any questions um, and that I could... I'd be happy to answer, it will give my perspective on. And um, they came back with this question and it's just got me thinking over the last few days since I received it. And so it's a combination of these two things that have happened um, and they kind of culminated in what will be this episode. So starting off, yesterday I had really strange day. I was incredibly anxious. Um, It was really bizarre because I feel that it kind of been building up a little bit. Um, But because I'd had this amazing almost three weeks here in Sri Lanka so far and it was I feel incredibly at home here. I feel very safe. I feel very energetic, magnetic, like things are happening very quickly in a really beautiful way. And very trusting and it was almost like there was just something niggling in the back of my head that it wasn't really loud enough to hear quite yet and I guess I wasn't really giving myself the space to um, look at it either because I think I didn't want to kind of break my beautiful bubble that I've been in and it yeah it really peaked yesterday and I kind of woke up and I was just like, oh no, <laughs> this is a, uh, it's going to be an interesting day. Um, so I did my yoga in the morning, which felt great and really, um, yeah, just kind of, I was going through the tick boxes of what I need, I know I need to do to just like feel safe and allow what wants to come up to come up. And during the yoga, a few um, stories and beliefs came up. And it just, I don't know, something was just building and building. And there was this one thing that I was kind of putting off. Um, And I was putting it off because for me, it was um, this element or this area is something that I, has been a big trigger for me. Um, a lot of the time um, over the last few years and it really came to a head last year um, when I was in Mallorca and I'd really done a lot of work on that a lot of uncovering and just working on keeping myself safe Um, and so the situation is that I realized that oh okay it's the 22nd of July and I had a week or more less or more left a week more or less left um, in the accommodation that I've got at the moment and I feel very safe here, very grounded, really at peace here. And yeah, for me, safety is such a 
as you know, as such a big component, external and also like the internal. And so for some reason, I had this panic of asking if the room was still available for August and September. And it was this panic of what if I ask and they say, no, it's not available. And it's almost this, for me, it's this feeling of uprooting and um, it was a very deep feeling um, because in my mind, logically, I knew that it was so easy to find this place. I'm sure if I'm not meant to stay here, I will find something better. The situation will be better. Um, And it's funny because I almost limited, I felt myself limiting myself in that way that I didn't believe that there was anything better. There couldn't be any better place than I have now. And I think that's a really interesting concept because when we kind of up level or we step into the next um, chapter of our lives or expansion, we can think that that's it. We can think that this is as good as it gets now. And it was real, that was what I felt yesterday, that kind of, well, it ticks all my boxes. Um, There's, you know, I don't have any more boxes to to tick. Like, this is perfect, this is. um, And so I was really like holding onto it. I was really gripping hard. And so logically I knew it was like, okay, it could be, it will be even better wherever you end up next if it's not here. Um, And also like everything is always fine. Nothing lasts forever. Everything is always going to work out exactly as it's meant to and for the best possible reasons. And I'm exactly where I'm meant to be, et cetera, et cetera. All of these things running through my head. And yet within my body, it was this absolute memory of this unsafety and I've yeah I've kind of done the work to figure out why I feel this and um what trigger it came from and there are a number of different things um which I won't go into but yeah for me it was a couple of different past life things and yeah it was it's fascinating because For me, it's nothing to do with what has happened in my life, in this life. And again, if you're like, oh, we're going down this path, are we? (laughs) Yes, yes, we are. Um, Because for me, it has cleared up so much. And it has made me understand so many things that I have not understood before. Um, And I couldn't find an answer in this life um, for these triggers, for this feeling and so doing some past life work really has yeah changed everything and it just made things a lot clearer and made me realize that I'm not going crazy and maybe you're like well you are crazy (laughs) um but it really made me just accept even more who I am and so yeah it got to a point yesterday where I was having a very late lunch slash early dinner and this panic was just absolutely rising and then I kind of felt that I was just in this paralyzed state of I've got all these things that I want to do and that is also something that I wanted to mention is I 
chose to be here. I chose to do the things that I want to do. I chose to set up my own business. I chose to do a podcast. And so whenever I feel that I'm falling into that, oh, I've got to do this. I don't, no, like no one's forcing me to do anything. At the end of the day, we don't have to do anything. And yes, maybe we won't end up in a situation that we'll be happy with, but we don't have to do anything. And from changing how I think and how I speak to myself about work, about how I do these things, it is this, I choose to do these things. I want to do these things. And for me, that has been such a big shift and such a helpful shift because it almost takes away that kind of, oh, that dread and that, and I know that comes from my association with work previously when I've been doing work that I don't want to do um, just because I should. <laughs> and it was bringing money in and et cetera, et cetera, all of the stories that we all know. And so that's, I've had to rework on that and kind of, okay, I, I've chosen everything for my life right now. And that is the difference. I've chosen it all. I have chosen to be here. I have chosen to do all of the things that I'm doing right now and to continuously build and expand my business and my work here, abroad, online, everything. Because I do have big dreams for it and I want to get my message out there as much as possible. Um, on a tangent. <laughs> but what it really showed me was that because of this overwhelm of I want to do all of these things and my list just kept growing because I kept having more ideas and everything and it was that coming back to okay today what do I actually want to do on this list because some days even though I've written it and I've chosen all of these things that I want to do some days maybe I don't feel like doing some of those things and I know there's this whole story, there's this whole concept of sometimes we don't need to, we don't, we do things that we don't want to do uh, just because we have to. And there's definitely an element of that. And also in the last couple of years, I have really learned that I find so much joy in the work that I do and what I create and what I put out there and what I do just day to day in my life. And because I'm a manifesting generator as well, I am here to follow the joy. I am here to do what lights me up because then it doesn't drain me. If I'm doing stuff that really inspires me, that I feel so pulled to, like this podcast episode this morning, it fills my energy up. It lights me up because I really notice when my energy peaks and troughs and it goes all over the place when I'm doing things that I feel that I should be doing. And I have built up this trust now that even if I have this list, it doesn't have to be done right this minute. <laughs> if I have set the intention, I trust now in myself that I will do it, that I will feel the inspiration to do it. And as soon as I try to force something, that is when it all goes absolutely tits up. It is takes so much longer to do anything it takes it drains my energy I feel exhausted I feel frustrated and it's just I'm forcing 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 and as soon as I realized that 
I can do things that light me up and are productive. If you're watching the video, I'm doing this in inverted commas. And I get things done. It's not that I am simply in this like, oh, I'm in my feminine flow and I'm just like, you know, feeling and just doing whatever the wave takes me. Like, no, I also have the masculine structure around me. And that's what I've been building the last couple of years. So that, you know, even just having the music intro and to this ep- to this podcast and the outro just means that I know I can record a podcast bish bash bosh it's done I upload it and it's gone and it's that structure that I'm talking about it's still I think it was this woman blue blu she's amazing if you haven't checked her out check her out and she I think said on one of her episodes that being in your like feminine energy is very flowy it's almost like water and if you're just in that feminine energy you're kind of floating around but imagine if you just poured some water on a table it would just completely flow off and the energy would dissipate and it would all just scatter and she said that's why we need the masculine structure the masculine structure is a bowl to hold that water so whether that's a person in your life maybe that's a relationship or it's the structure that you've created for your own businesses so the funnels the um yeah having everything kind of in order so you can just be as feminine as you want to be in that feminine energy and just allow it to flow and also know that great i've got the masculine structure to put it out there into the world put my creations out there into the world and i know that i've definitely been in my feminine flow at more than others um as in more times than others and it's still a balance for me of finding the structure because i think we've all a lot of us women have been brought up well okay not a lot of us all of us women have been brought up in a very patriarchal structure which works on a 24-hour basis which is what male hormones work on whereas women's hormones work on a 28-day structure and cycle more or less and it is very masculine energy it is do 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 there is no time for being so masculine is very do feminine is very being and i know that i really i'm still figuring out my balance between the two because i know that sometimes i can go straight into my masculine which is also beautiful but then I forget about coming back into my feminine when I'm done with my work, when I'm um, feeling, okay, right, now I just, I just want to feel into how I feel and I want to um, just, you know, flow a little bit more and just allow that to really happen. But I feel that I'm getting to a point where I feel really happy with my balance of, you know, this morning I woke up and I was like I really want to do that episode and logically I was like well you've got lots of other things to do and it's a Sunday should you be working should you do this and blah 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 and actually it was this it was this pull it was this I really love doing this I really want to do this and it was yeah and then it was the stories of oh you know but you've already put an episode out this week do you really think people are going to listen to two episodes in a week and at the end of the day it's for some reason I've got this pull to share this episode and that is enough 
I don't, yeah, if it helps one person or if one person hears it, that is enough for me. But what I wanted to deal with was, or answer, not deal with, was this question that I got sent of how to deal with being alone when everything around you is new, cultural, there's a language barrier, and you feel completely overwhelmed with everything while there is no one there who can help you. And it was so interesting because that is almost how I felt yesterday. Um, a friend that I'd met, uh, a person I'd met out here who became a very close friend very quickly. Um, she left at the beginning of the week. Um, I then had to have a conversation with someone and set a boundary with a friend here. And so then I, yeah, I felt pretty um, alone and like I couldn't talk to them. And it all just got a little bit too much and I felt very very alone out here and because I felt very alone out here and I think also because of the time difference and how when you are traveling around a lot you do kind of catch up with friends at different points but you don't necessarily know if they're available to chat in that moment or whatever and I also felt I think as most people do in these situations that they didn't want to burden anyone with anything um and there were a lot of other things that kind of came up it was this um I think a bit of shame that I felt I was in I am in this beautiful place and I'm feeling like this um you know how grateful I should be how yeah you know so many people would love to be in your position and all of these things and I think there was a little bit of um, shame for me in that and it really yeah kind of shook me to my core and um, I haven't been that panicked in a very 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 long time um, and so I was like enough I can't, this uh, this can't keep going on I'm not yeah I'm very much like right okay if we can't get to the root of it right now because I tried um, and a few things had come up but it was like well great um <laughs> I ended up uh going for a swim in the sea and it was so interesting because it was everything that my body didn't want to do uh sorry my body wants to do it my mind didn't want to do it and it's very interesting because when we are noticing these patterns, because I know that when we get into these spirals, it's very, very easy to just go into the spiral, right? Of everything's terrible, um, one thing will trigger the next, the thought, and then so on and so forth. And what really has helped me so much is breaking that pattern of noticing right I'm going down this spiral and I know in that moment it is the hardest thing to do to say right just take a few deep breaths take a moment do everything that you know is going to calm you down so whether that's drinking some tea whether that's doing some breath work um whether that's going for a swim whether that's going for a walk our bodies are very for me personally it goes into no let's just go and lie down and let's just go and like yeah like hide and like let's just like really sit with this victim mode and let's really oh you know you need to just go and hibernate and hide and for me that is what just continues and perpetuates the cycle whereas I now know if I can break that pattern if I can break that cycle 
it does something in my mind, in my brain, and I'm sure there's scientific things behind this, that breaks that pattern. And so that's what going in the water was for me. My head, my mind was resisting it so much, and that's when I know that I've got to go and do it. Because my body is screaming for it, but my mind at some points is so much more powerful. And so it's a really interesting practice to notice where am I... Um, where am I fighting my body and that is really where my anxiety I believe stems from it's when I'm ignoring my intuition and I'm trying to use my logical mind and it's it's absolutely fascinating because as soon as I drop back into my body I went for a swim in the sea I like was screaming under the waves um, just letting that energy out and that frustration and anger at myself and it's it is a when you can have this kind of observatory observatory is that the right word um observing perspective of yourself it's really interesting to notice what comes up and how it can evolve and change and what you can do to help yourself in these situations and i once i kind of just and i lay just back on my I lay back on my back in the water and just allow myself to be supported by the water. And for me, water is so healing. It just washes away so much. And just shaking in the water and just having that almost like extra resistance for me just really, really helps. And all of a sudden, it was just victim mode was gone. Enough of, oh, but this has happened and this has happened and, oh, this isn't happening or whatever. It was enough. And I just had this rush of energy of, right, so what are we going to do to change the situation? If you're not happy with the situation, what are we going to do to change it? And it's just this, it literally felt like this rush of energy from my root of, you are in control of your life. Stop blaming yourself. Stop blaming the universe. (laughs) Stop blaming others. Ridiculous. Enough is enough. And I literally powered out of the water, probably tumbled a few times because the waves here are huge and was like right I'm doing this and I've got a list of things I want to do and I've just been putting off because it's been imposter syndrome and that's a whole nother thing of like everything's happening so fast and it's magic and all my dreams are starting to come true and that can be a little overwhelming in itself um but in a good way but also just allowing myself to have that time to sit with it and yeah went to a friend invited me for dinner and we just talked about lots of different things and they were going through something um at the moment as well and just sharing and it was like <sighs> and then yeah got back and then had another great conversation and just went up onto the rooftop and just looked at the stars and was like right okay <sighs> this is everything's fine and just getting that biggest perspective and then yeah waking up this morning seven o'clock only like six and a half hours after I'd gone to sleep but feeling so energized and really like ready to do the things that I want to do that I've been putting off and getting it head hitting it head on um and remembering like when I follow what brings me joy when I follow what lights me up then the magic happens um so going back to the question I just realized I did a big tangent and divergent But I think being alone and putting yourself in these new situations is one of the biggest lessons 
that we can have. Because you either realize that maybe you don't have the support system that you want in your life, or you have the support system that you need and want, but you don't realize you have it. Or you feel that maybe you can't actually reach out to that support system. So that is kind of how I would look at, you know, when you feel that alone, and is it the physical loneliness of, you know, you just want someone to give you a hug, or you want to just go for coffee with someone, or is it more that you feel alone generally? And I think I would start looking at that, and whatever is the answer, there is always a solution, there is always a way through it, but... It's interesting because we can, the question was how to deal with being alone when everything around you is new. And I think if you, we remove the second half of the question, just how to deal with being alone, and you can then say when everything around you is old, when everything around you is exciting, when everything, you can put whatever adjective you want into that. Um, but the main thing is how to deal with being alone. And what I really learned was that there is a big difference between being alone and being lonely. And for me, it's the, diff- it's the choice. The difference is the choice. It's I choose to spend time alone, but I don't choose to feel lonely. Loneliness is something that kind of comes up on us or comes to us. And it's this feeling, right? And whereas being alone is a choice in my eyes. And there are some times when I realize that I've kind of mixed the two. And actually when I'm feeling, when I think I've chosen to be alone, I'm actually feeling lonely. And it's maybe, it's it's been almost like forced onto me, this loneliness of, I didn't choose to be alone right now. Um, And that's almost where I feel like the loneliness comes from. And... What I would say is when you are in a new place, you are go it disrupts everything. It disrupts your patterns, it disrupts your routines, it disrupts your feeling of safety, right? And again, it's that feeling of coming back to safety. So that then you feel confident enough to go out and sit in a cafe on your own or go to dinner on your own or go to the cinema or go for a walk in the park and just it's coming back to that coming back to yourself in so many ways when you have that time alone which may not happen again in your life so try to look at this as an opportunity of learning about yourself and know that nothing lasts forever if you feel alone now it doesn't mean that you're going to feel alone forever and I completely get it. It is so hard when you go into a new place and people aren't speaking the same language, aren't, it's a different culture, maybe it's a different sense of humour, maybe it's, oh, I've definitely felt that, I, I'm quite sarcastic, and it just can sometimes land so flat and so empty, <laughs> and it's like crickets, and you're like, oh, did that come up as completely arrogant and obnoxious, <laughs> um, rather than sarcastic? Um 
But I would use this opportunity as if you are feeling alone, okay, what do I want to do? If I don't have to rely on anyone or I don't have to check in with anyone else, what do I want to do today? And allow it as this magic to be like, oh my gosh, okay, um, I get to do this and I get to do this. And what this is really bringing up for me is my time at university. I had an incredibly interesting uh, time. It was very challenging. I felt incredibly alone the majority of the three years. And it was interesting because I didn't feel like going to university was necessarily my choice. And looking back, of course I had a choice. Um, But I completely get that it is so hard when you are in that space and you are feeling completely and utterly alone. To go out and do something for yourself feels bizarre. (sighs) Yeah, it is. But just keeping breaking those patterns, as I was speaking about earlier, notice where the story is coming in. Notice what stories are coming in. Um, You know, do you blame yourself for being alone? Do you blame yourself for feeling like this? Do just it for me, this time is a real time of observation of, you know, do you feel oh stomach's rumbling? I don't know if the microphone picked that up, but do you feel confident enough to go out? on your own and do all these different things and I know that also you know when you've the same can happen after a relationship ends it's this complete feeling of loneliness and that void of that other person and when we move places when we move countries when we move jobs whatever it can be this void of what was Um, but I want I would suggest to focus on what do I want to fill that void with I have a blank slate. I can be whoever I want to be or I can discover, rediscover elements of myself that I've forgotten. And how can I move forwards? What do I want to fill this void with? And I think I mentioned it in my previous episode of, you know, when you're releasing, you also need to um, invite something in to fill, fill that release space. And I would say the same is this. you know what I mean Um, that when you feel that you've got this void what do you want to fill it with what do you get to choose to fill it with and again follow what lights you up follow what brings you that joy because when you are joyful when you are feeling that yes I'm just oh you know everything just melts away and in that moment you're just feeling so happy and joyful and content and present and alive that's when you start to notice different things. That's when people maybe start approaching you and talking to you because they can see that you're shining. And it's having the intention of, I would really love to fill this void with new people, with new experiences, with new joy, with laughter. And then following what lights you up and just seeing how it unravels and trusting the process. Oh, again, there we go, trust the process. You all love me for saying it. (laughs) Um, But answering the second part of the question is when you feel completely overwhelmed with everything. When you feel overwhelmed, as I did yesterday, go back to the basics. How are you sleeping? Are you hydrated? Are you eating? Are you showering every day? 
are you speaking to someone every day? Whether that is someone in the coffee shop, just hearing your voice out loud. Oh my goodness, I have gone through periods of time when I have not spoken to people for days. And then when I, and yeah, it's, I, it's a whole thing. <laughs> kind of doing my own Vipassana. Um, but when you feel completely overwhelmed, come back to your breath. And even just for me, doing the simple box breath. So breathing in for four or five, holding for four or five, exhaling for four or five, and then pausing for four or five and holding it again. And just imagining this box. And then you can make the hot, then you can make the times longer, but just make sure that it's all balanced. And when you feel completely overwhelmed, I think a lot of us really hold on. We feel paralyzed, as I said, and it's this feeling of, I can't do anything right now. There is always something you can do. Just try your best to break that pattern. Try to just do something different. If you feel that you've been lying down or something for a very, very long time, or you've been watching Netflix and you're it's, I don't know, you've watched it for the whole day or something. Snap, like click your fingers, clap, like put your feet on the floor and tap or shake your hands a bit. And I know, I know, I know, I know it can feel like the hardest, hardest thing to do. But do something different, break the pattern. Go and have a shower, go and have a cold blast, go and drink some water. It's breaking that pattern. And unfortunately, no one else can do that for you. But it's, again, coming back to this, what I mentioned at the very beginning is then talking to someone, calling someone up and just saying, I feel completely overwhelmed right now. Maybe that's all you need to say, but just release it. And if you really, really don't feel like you can talk to anyone, get your phone out and make record a voice note or record a voice memo to yourself. And then maybe you're like, actually, I want to go for a walk and do this. For me, when I feel that, you know what, I don't need to share this with my friends or I don't feel that I want to or I feel that I can, I record a voice memo and just speak everything out loud because rather than having it all in your head, allow it to come out, allow it to speak, allow it to be expressed. Write, journal, just get it out because when we're feeling overwhelmed it's because we're so in our heads and we need to be able to just come back into the body so it's writing and maybe there's tears coming out maybe there's whatever or speaking to yourself just break that pattern and start to express it and I would say to the last part of the question, when there is no one there who can help you, there is always someone who can help you. And maybe it's not professional help. Maybe it is a friend or a family member or a complete stranger just saying hi to them on the bus and I don't know, maybe getting chatting to them or there is always someone who can help you. And maybe sometimes that person is just you, but just knowing that you can help yourself Oh, the stomach's going again. That if it really doesn't feel like there's anyone, you can help yourself. You have the power to help yourself. 
and it's I think when we are in these situations it feels very easy to feel that what well, I've got myself in this situation how on earth can I get myself out and we almost look for that external thing but it's coming back and be like I can help myself I've got myself into this situation I can get myself out of it if my mind has got myself me into this I can I have the power to get myself out of it and I'm not saying that we need to do this alone not at all but I completely understand the this is for those moments when you're feeling that you are completely alone that you don't want to reach out to anyone and oh good it's just disappeared and you feel that you need to get through this day and I would say if you're feeling overwhelmed if you're feeling alone first of all just give yourself a hug and just acknowledge that that's how you're feeling and accept that it's okay that there's nothing wrong with you this won't last forever and you will get through this and you will look back at this time and think wow what a learning opportunity what a time in my life and I promise that you will come out of this stronger you will come out of this knowing yourself even more and there is no shame there's no there's nothing wrong in this situation and yeah to kind of accept and just simply yeah just sit here and accept that right I'm feeling overwhelmed I'm feeling alone just allowing whatever wants to rise up because I think also when we try to suppress things when we try to no I should be doing this and I should be um, going and doing this and I should be grateful and I should be this that's when we're resisting it right that's when we're really fighting the truth and the truth is sometimes that we're completely overwhelmed and exhausted and defeated and tired and upset and angry and all of these things and that's fine just let it be and I think on that note I want to say I hope that has helped the person who asked the question but also hopefully anyone else and if you have any questions if you have any comments or want to yeah have a conversation about it just know that I am here and yeah if you want to drop a message in or ask your own question and get my perspective of it or my, an answer to it kind of a neutral position I'm here um, and I'm actually yeah I'm, I really enjoyed doing that um, because I think it was interesting how my own life kind of played out and then led it straight into this question and um, yeah I would also say like if you've moved somewhere new give yourself a pat on the back congratulations like that's not something that everyone would do and because it is challenging and I think for me I've 
been doing it for a very, very long time, from moving to Switzerland for my first ski season to then moving to Greece to do refugee like um, emergency response, and then uh, going, moving to New Zealand, moving to Spain. Like I've done this for a very long time. And for me now, it does feel really quite second nature and natural. But if this is the first time or, or you've never done this before, I would say, and or, or if you're even thinking about it, go and do it. Because <laughs> you will learn so much about yourself. And you can always go back to where you want to go. Nothing is forever. But just really congratulate yourself on this. And oh, 909. Um, this is big. This is big. And you've pushed yourself out of your comfort zone. You have really made yourself a priority. If this was your choice and you did it, because so many people potentially have this opportunity and will never do anything about it. So you did it. So give yourself a pat on the back. And if you're feeling overwhelmed and alone, that's okay. But just know that you've done this amazing thing for yourself. And it is going to be okay. And you are going to move through this. And it's going to be, yeah, in a few weeks, a few months time, you're going to think, thank goodness I stayed. Thank goodness that I pushed through this discomfort because there is so much growth on the other side of discomfort. There is so much expansion. There is so much life on the other side of discomfort. And that is what was running through my head yesterday. Right, you're onto something big because you are feeling so uncomfortable, so anxious. (laughs) And just know, just know you are expanding. You are retrieving even more parts of yourself and you're coming home to you and on that note I think I've already said that once but on that note I'm really going to wrap up I hope you all have the most magical beautiful day and week and month and year and I will see you at the next episode Thank you so much for listening and I hope that this episode has given you the inspiration, encouragement and reassurance for you to start following your own intuition and to tap into that wealth of knowledge already within you. If you're interested in diving deeper into your intuition and want to start reclaiming autonomy in your life, all of my details are in the episode description below and you can find me on Instagram at Intuitive. If you have any questions, please reach out and if you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate and subscribe. It really does make a huge difference. See you at the next episode of Fully Blooming.